Since the dawn of time, mankind has searched for ways to shelter themselves from the elements. Over the centuries, these shelters have evolved from bamboo huts to concrete towers. The last few years, there's been a push to save the planet. Are you ready to embark on a more sustainable lifestyle? Look no further. You're about to enter the Adventures of Container Home Living. And now, live from the Star Worldwide Network Studios, contractor, radio and TV personality, and your host for Boxcar Universe, Steve Dubell. Oh, yes, it's time once again for Boxcar Universe right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And we'd like to welcome all of you to the show today. And uh, Mel, my co-host, we have a great show for you today. A lot of good things coming your way. Uh, We are going to be showcasing two of the exhibitors for the Tiny Fest exhibition. It's going to be at Westworld here in Scottsdale on December 3rd and 4th. And, uh, well, that's going to be a great show. We're going to have a, a great time out there meeting with the public and all these great um, exhibitors. I'm really excited about it. You know, I think uh, everybody's going to be bringing their A-game. And that's what we're going to be bringing. We're going to be bringing all this information to you as we do every week when it has to do with, you know, tiny home living, container homes, and sustainable lifestyle living, which is something that I think... Um, the more we talk about it and the more that I hear people uh, that are interested in container homes, they are, they're, they're, uh, they're on, that life, on that sustainable lifestyle you know, angle, and I think that's so very important. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, one of the other things we want to do before we get started with our first guest, which is going to be uh, Bob Wheeler. He is from, I love the name of his company, Habitats for the number four humans. You know, and that's going to be a great topic, and we're going to get to Bob here in a minute. We're also going to be hearing from Felisa Benton from Benton Home Furnishings and Custom Homes. They are actually right here in the Phoenix area, and we're going to be talking about some home furnishings for your, you know, tiny home and container home, and they are both going to be exhibitors here at Tiny Fest. But the one thing I we also want to do is give a shout-out to all our veterans uh, because yesterday was Veterans Day, and we want to give a big shout-out and a big thank you to all our military people that have given their sacrifice and their service to our country. And uh, one of the things, you know, Mel, that I found, there are a lot of different organizations, specifically some nonprofit organizations, that are actually out there working on bringing Container Home Living to are great veterans throughout the country. And I think that's so very important because a lot of times, you know, they come back and unfortunately they are forgotten in a lot of different ways. And I think making sure that they're special and they have, you know, adequate living space, especially after they've sacrificed their life and probably lived in, you know, tents and everything else if they've gone and fought overseas, that they have a, a great place to live and sometimes that's very difficult especially when military people come back and they have to transition back into civilian life wow yeah you know so um i think that's so very important uh and we applaud all those great uh nonprofit organizations and uh, you know we were trying to get some of our uh connections who are actually 
working with different veteran organizations on the show today. But, you know, as luck would have it, they are out taking care of our veterans on some and being that uh, uh, yesterday was Veterans Day. So they're taking care of different things. Our good friend Charlie Ellis from Operation Enduring uh, Gratitude, uh, who is a friend of the show and uh, uh, a lot of good things that he's done uh, in the past for helping all our veterans. And we've covered some of his uh, great things that he's done for serving and in helping our veterans who are disabled and need help and obviously doing different types of home improvements. So that's uh, really good for him. But let's get started with our very first guest, Bob Wheeler from Habitats for Humans. And Bob, thank you for joining us today and taking time out of your day. I appreciate you having you on the show. Yeah, thank you very much, Steve. I appreciate being here. Great. Um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful opportunity to talk as much as I can uh, to spread the word about biotech. Um, so thank you very much for having me on your show. Why don't you give our listeners a little bit of uh you know, in, insight into your company okay. and what biotech is. Okay. Well, basically, biotech, we've been around for about 10 years. Uh, what we do is we actually make homes out of recycled plastic coming from the ocean. Um, the plastic that we've, we've got a company over in the Netherlands that basically harvests the plastic from the ocean. Uh, what they do is they turn the plastic bottles and all the plastic that they get into panels. So um, they're, you know, roughly, you know, five, 10, you know, feet wide by by 12 feet panels and what we do is we shape those um, panels into forms creating um, very simple kind of like a matrix type of a system that all bolts together so the fact that our, our homes are made out of recycled plastic uh, means that they're going to last about 300 years no maintenance uh, a lot of the other tiny homes as well as stick build homes you know they have a, a certain uh, amount of life uh, before before you have to do something. Uh, with our type homes, they're again, made out of recycled plastic. Um, basically when all bolted together, uh, it's kind of like a Hobbit type home. I, people, when they, when they think of the Hobbit home, it's very easy to visualize. So picture the home being bolted together. Uh, we then take and put a spray foam insulation to meet all the local building codes. Um, I'm an architect. I've got 32 years of experience as an architect. So everything that we build um, all over the United States all conforms to local building codes. So for example, in the Northeast where, where I used to be from, uh, R49 would be on the, on the roof. So that's seven inches of spray foam, seven, uh, three inches of spray foam on the outside walls, R21. And then we put a um, three pound spray uh, foam uh, insulation over the top of that uh, to seal it. Uh, and then we put earth. So basically you're actually part of a living organism. Uh, the earth going over the panels themselves uh, cuts down on a lot of the electromagnetic uh you know, forces that are out there. We can actually add a copper Faraday uh, blanket over the, um, into, into the panel. So it'd be over the whole top of the, of the structure. Um, we can start off with homes, you know, 16 feet by 16 feet. That'd be like a small little, uh, you know, small little hobbit home. Our prices started about 18,000 for something like that, just for the panels, uh, up to five and six and seven bedrooms, two car garage, one car garage, offices, classrooms, dormitories, whatever it is that 
is needed. Um, the nice part of our system is it's all um, modular. So basically every one foot, you know, we can make it bigger, smaller. Uh, we can have full basements uh, for a very short money. Uh, it doesn't cost twice as much to have a, you know, lo a lower level. It might cost five to $10,000 additional, depending upon, you know, how big the house might be. So, um, you know, that's that's pretty much us. You know, some of the benefits as well, we're waterproof, 100% waterproof, we're fireproof, uh, earthquake proof. So a lot of these elements that, that are pertinent to the Midwest and um, down South with regards to fire, um, you know, basically picture a house that you know, is completely covered with earth, you know, the flat, the fire is going to go right up and over it. Um, but basically, you know, that's, that's one of the elements, but the panels themselves are fire retardant. We can make them fireproof uh, if somebody wants an upgraded uh, panel for, for something like that. So l let me ask you a question. Is there sure. any part of the country that is not conducive to this type of structure? Uh, no, pretty much we can build anywhere. Um, I've got a bunch of homes going into Colorado and Colorado is really tough to build um, sustainable homes because of uh, the soil, uh, you know, because of move, you know, it's, it's, you know, you have Hawaii, which is very, very difficult to build because of soil and foundations. Um, I've actually found a company that I'm hoping will be coming with me to, um, to the tiny home fest uh, in, in, um, in Scottsdale, uh, what they do is they actually build fo concrete foundations out of again recycled plastic, uh, the same if not less, and they guarantee that the uh, the foundations will not crack. And as an architect, that's and as a builder, you probably know when was the last time you saw a foundation or or concrete pad that didn't have cracks in it. Uh, these guys warranty, you know, lifetime warranties that they you will not get any cracks in the foundation. So it's it's a new company that we're looking into that will help us to build any place any place in the world um so that's the good news well it, it, it's pretty amazing some of the videos and some of the pictures that uh you have on your website and for our listeners you could check bob's uh website out at habitats the number four humans.com and uh, there are several videos in there with a lot of different things that uh you know it, it's it's a an amazing type of structure. Now, all these things, Bob, are they built on site or are they built modularly or are they done it's both? Yeah, they're built modularly. Uh, our factory uh, is in Bogota, Colombia. Uh, we have so basically everything's getting shipped from Colombia. Uh, we're looking at building another factory in Mexico. Um, those two details allows us to build at a really, really inexpensive rate. Um, so what happens is the panels, you know, they come out of, you know, Columbia, they get shipped to the job site, they, they get shipped in a container, you know, to the job site. Uh, they un, they get unloaded to the site. Um, we have a local company that builds the, uh, the concrete foundation. Uh, and then what happens is all the mechanical stuff is pretty much either in the foundation or is in the foundation that might have a basement to it that, that would build a two by two by 10 or two by 12 floor over. Uh, and then I have my guys go out there. I have, in, I have installers all across the country uh, that will go out and assemble the biotech panels. That way it allows you to have a 10-year warranty. Uh, I'm sure, Steve, as you realize in the, in the, in the stick build construction end of things, 10-year warranties are kind of unheard of. You know, most stick build homes come with a one-year one warranty and that's it. 
Uh, our homes come with a 10-year warranty. Uh, my guys will put it all together so that it all conforms to warranty conditions and details. Um, and then basically we can take and put the spray foam insulation, the earth all over the outside. And then we turn the keys over to the local guys for the plumbing, the electrical, you know, finish work. So you have warranties with the local guys for something like that. You know, if there's a leaky faucet, you're not calling me in Colorado. You've got the local guy that's going to be able to handle that in Scottsdale, Arizona. Hey, Bob, I have a question for you. Are you guys putting together the the walls on the interior of, of these um, yes, homes? We are. Or is that the yes, local guys? Again, that's, that's an option. We, you know, I, 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 you know, I try to tell people it's, it's best if we do something like that uh, because we've been doing it for a long time. You know, if, if your listeners go to my website, the shape of my home, it's not a box or a square or a rectangle. It's, it's the roof system is rounded. Uh, our standard height ceilings are 10 foot six, but we can make those higher as well uh, as needed. So basically we know how to use, you know, metal studding, you know, two by four studding. Uh, and then basically, like I said, what I love to be able to do is assemble the panels, give the customer the option of having us install the interior panels. So really, you know, when we turn over the keys to them, it's an, it's a standard normal house that's very, very simple to, you know, to build out from there. And I tell the customer, I said, I'm, I'm there, you know, you can pretty much pick up the phone anytime. Um, I'm the guy that puts the plans together. We have the, the, you know, all the CAD drawings and stuff like that coming from the factory. But then when it comes to mechanical drawings for the foundation, for where the plumbing is going, where, you know, electrical conduits are coming, specific types of details as far as heating, where all that's coming, um, I will help the customer, you know, through the whole process. And um, having been a successful architect for 32 years, it's simple. You know, it's really, really simple. Um, and, and, you know, as I tell people, I'm always here. So, you know, you can reach me anytime. I don't want to say any time of the day because my wife is sitting here next to me. So uh, <laughs> I have to have limitations on that. <laughs> okay, great. great. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to have some more discussions with Bob. And I've got some questions. And we're going to be talking to him about some of the other great um, uses that his uh, homes have and some of the unique ways that it, they were built. So I want everybody to stay tuned. You're listening to Boxcar Universe right here on Star Worldwide Networks. I'm Mel Alva with Alva Interiors and co-host of Boxcar Universe. As a professional interior designer with over 22 years experience, I'm excited to bring my knowledge to the Boxcar Universe show. As a full-service interior design studio, we see your designs from the conceptual phase through to the styling and furnishing of your home. At Alva Interiors, our team approaches every design project with a fashion-meets-design sense to execute timeless interiors, style that makes a statement. You can find us on the web at alvainteriorsaz.com, on Facebook at Alva Interiors AZ, and on Instagram at Alva Interiors. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480 480- 503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. 
Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. All right, we are back, and you are listening to Boxcar Universe right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And we are talking with Bob Wheeler from Habitats for Humans. And, uh, Bob, you know, a couple of things that on your site here that are interesting. Um, together we can beat homelessness. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Um, thank you for bringing that up. Um, I've got two really big projects. You were talking about the veterans. Um, I'm working with the director of Homeless Vets in Washington, uh, Terrence Burns. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to build 500 homes for vets in all 50 states. Um, so, you know, we're, we've, we've been having some really great luck with people, you know, donating um, land, uh, for example, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Virginia, Georgia, we already have the land, but the next step is to get the funding, which is always the more difficult part uh, to actually build these homes. Um, but, you know, the benefit for something like this is, um, you know, here are homes that basically our veterans can help put together. You know, it, you know, we've actually have, I've contacted, um, as a separate note, I've contacted Habitats for Humanity, and our homes are very, very simple to bolt together. Um, when you come and see us at the uh, at the Scottsdale Home Show, um, basically it's myself, my wife, and generally one or two other volunteers that we kind of pick up along the way that assemble a whole house. Um, you know, this I've got a 16 by 16 foot house at the at the Scottsdale show, and it's probably going to take us about an hour and a half to put together. So when we propose this to the vets, it's perfect because you know we can put these homeless vets together, uh, and um, and you know these homes they last you know for about 300 years plus or minus because of the recycled plastic, because of the fact that these homes are all under the ground, your utility costs are going to be less. So your air conditioning is going to it's going to the homes are going to be cool in the summertime, warmer in the wintertime. The goal is to keep a constant 68 degree temperature depending upon where you might live. Um, and so it's it's a really economic, you know, our homes, as I tell people, are about half the cost of regular stick built homes. So, you know, not some, you know, somebody's not going to live to about 300 years, but, you know, it gives them, you know, a very secure and, and, and a stable environment living space to kind of, you know, call their own. Um, I've seen projects out in Los Angeles. Uh, they're with plastic type homes. They're you know very inexpensive. They last about five to ten years, and they're they're not they're not the best of homes. Um, that being said, with the with the homes for the uh, for the vets, we also have a proposal into the governor of um, California in Los Angeles uh, to build homes in Los Angeles. Um, we put together a whole. Uh, business plan showing them how we can actually build homes for 6,000 homeless people in Los Angeles, saving the, the, the city of Los Angeles about $30 million per month. Um, so, you know, we're, you know, we have all of the, the infrastructure and all of the um, proposals to him, but we just haven't heard back yet as far as when or if they want to take advantage of something like that. So we're very proactive when it comes to giving back, um, like I said, I've been a, an architect for 32 years, and now my next 32 years, I want to make a difference. Um, that's why I'm the U.S. distributor for biotech. You know, it's 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 just an amazing concept in in the way it's designed. How do they react? I'm I'm curious. In some of the more colder environments where there is a lot of snow, 
I mean, mm-hmm. because I'm sure how thick is the 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 actual uh, dirt that's put on top of the the actual plastic structure, and how strong sure. is it? Okay. Well, the actual structure, uh, we bolt together every 12 inches on center with stainless steel bolts. Uh, and basically, the warmth comes from the foam insulation that we put over the top of it and on the sides. So again, it all conforms to the local building code. The panels themselves might have an R value of R7 or 8. And then we put R49, which is which is good in the Northeast and it's good in Colorado. Um, we're building right now up in um, up in the Breckenridge Vale areas. We're going to have a showroom in that area of uh, of Colorado. And uh, the biggest problem up there is not the cold; uh, it's the wind, uh, and it's actually also the fire. You know, the fire issues that they have up in the mountains as well. We have to meet 170 mile an hour wind. Uh, you know, you know codes that basically the town is requiring uh and so again everything like i said i've got 32 years as an architect so everything that the town throws in front of us basically you know we just have to find answers for and as a successful architect i've always had that ability to to do something like that you know i think it's i think it's amazing and i encourage all our listeners uh when you go on bob's site habitats for humans check out the different designs and PDFs, um, pictures that he has, and floor layouts. Uh, it's pretty amazing. And just the way, you know, I'm looking at, obviously, the way the home is cooled and heated, which is, uh, I am sure, with, like you say, uh, your electric bills are going to be less, your cooling bills are going to be less, and uh, it's, it's a different kind of design. Now, do you find it, people in different areas are they do it dealing with it in more flat areas or more maybe more hilly mountainous areas or obviously it, it probably doesn't make much of a difference it really doesn't make a difference, but again, you know, the nice part, you know, a lot of times when when people are associated with tiny homes, they're trying to save money or they're more sustainable in thinking. So, for example, uh, a, a, a piece of property that has a slope on it or it has a hill on it, basically, if you just go in and you kind of, ch- you know, you know, you you know, kind of dig out a chunk of of earth. And again, I show this on one of my videos on my website. It shows the, you know, the bulldozer going in and just taking a pie cut out of the side of the mountain. We then pour the foundation, we put the panels, and then we kind of backfill. So as far as having geothermal heating, uh, Mother Nature is the best source of something like that. So, you know, I, I, I always tell people if you can do something on the side of a hill or a mountain, a, the, um, the land is going to cost less versus a flat piece of property. Uh, and, and you're going to be tapping into the geothermal uh, of Mother Nature. So, you know, it, it works out really, really well. And we go all over the world. We've done, we've done projects in, in Switzerland, in Saudi Arabia, in Mexico, in the Caribbean, uh, all, over the, all over the United States. So we're everywhere. Mel, what would you think? How do you? How would you um, taking a look at the way some of the interior design is obviously with curved ceilings and, and spaces obviously different than a regular home or even a container home. Is there any thing that uh, you would have to design differently when planning out a home like this? Well, you would. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, that's okay. I I just want to actually 
continue asking the question I was asking earlier about the walls. I love the fact that you're saying that the the ceiling heights are 10 feet and you can even go taller if you want. Um, But, you know, are you using um, like standard drywall inside? What what does the interior of this space look like if you guys are finishing it out? And the only other thing that I can think of just offhand is, I mean, I would assume that you're using skylights um, to brighten up, you know, Mm -hmm. the space. Um, Mm -hmm. But this is not actually in the ground. You guys are building above the ground. Is that right? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And and as you were saying, we can put, you know, four foot by four foot skylights in there. Uh, our standard openings are about 16 feet wide. So the nice part is we can have a we can have all glass 16 feet wide by 10 feet high uh, without any structure. You know, all of our panels are structural mem- are, are structural members so that, again, we don't need steel. We don't need LVLs, beams or anything like that. Um, getting back to your question as far as the partitions, the interior walls, uh, the the laminate, you can you can paint right over something like that. Um, back up here in Boston, I'm, where I'm currently at right now, we actually won best of show uh, a couple of years ago at the Boston Flower and 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 uh, in home show, and it was like for sustainability, for creativity, for use of materials. And again, if somebody were to go to something like that, you can see a whole. I walk through the whole display, uh, showing rocks and and trees all on the outside, full finished uh, walls and interiors of the inside. Um, you know, I really, you know, I really tell people, I will help you uh, to, to, to make the interior, you know, something really unique to what you want to do. Um, and so, you know, it doesn't have to just be painted walls, we can go with sustainable, you know, types of wood or virtually anything the customer wants to create. Um, I have a, a customer right now, she's putting in a gas, a gas fire, uh, a gas fireplace, and we're doing something like that. Um, I tell people, if you want to go with an electric fireplace, that's a little bit more sustainable, because then we can take and put uh, solar panels on the on the roof, uh, we can go with wind. So I, I sometimes prefer to have electric, so that you can be, you know, really truly completely off the grid, which is another benefit of our homes, we can be off the grid or on the grid or half and half that's real you know all this information is truly remarkable you know bob and uh why don't you give our listeners your contact information again and uh we're all going to be seeing you out at tiny fest on december 3rd and 4th at westworld great uh best way to get in touch with me is through my website uh habitat's with an S, the number four, humans.com is my website. On my website, I have my catalog, my pricing, all the technical information. What you see on my website is just a starting point of what we can take and do with really creative minds. Uh, My cell phone number, I'll give you that, is 781-856-3208. And my email address is info at habitats, the number four, humans.com. All right. Bob, thank you so much for sharing your information with us today, and we look forward to seeing you here in a few short weeks. Thank you, Bob. Sounds great, Steve. I look forward to meeting both of you. All Very right. All right. So that that was uh, Bob Wheeler from, excuse me, Habitats for Humans. I, I love that name, Habitats for Humans. It's a very unique, it's it's an unfor, unfor, one of those unforgettable company names. But uh, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we are going to be speaking to 
another one of the uh, exhibitors out at uh, Westworld come December 3rd and 4th at Tiny Fest, Felicia Benton from Benton Custom Home Furnishings. So I want everybody to stay tuned because you are going to have a whole bunch of interior design stuff. And I'm sure Mel's going to have a lot of comments about this when we talk, go through some of the things that they create for our tiny homes and um, container homes. So you stay tuned to Box Carol Universe right here on Star Worldwide Networks. Updating your flooring, shower, or backsplash can be stressful. But when you have the right company involved, that process becomes easier. Reyes Tile is a family-owned and operated business that has served the Valley for over 15 years. They specialize in residential, commercial, and multifamily projects. Their main focus is on all types of flooring, backsplash, and showers. Eduardo Coronado, owner of Reyes Tile, can be reached at 602-384-6825. On Instagram at Reyes.Tile, LLC. Reyes Tile, excellence in flooring. Quality of service, punctuality, and accountability. These ideals are what set Extra Mile Painting Company apart from other painting companies. In Arizona since 2015, Extra Mile has been servicing the Valley, painting mainly residential and commercial projects. We're committed to bringing value to paint projects by providing an estimate for you quickly, showing up on time consistently, and completing your project efficiently. Give us a call today for a free paint estimate at 602-521-2662. You can also find us on the web at extramilepaintingaz.com, as well as on Facebook and Yelp. Or extra mile painting company. If someone asks you to go a mile, go two. All right, we are talking to Felicia Benton from Benton Custom Home Furnishings, and uh, they are going to be an exhibitor at Tiny Fest coming up on December third and fourth at Westworld in Scottsdale. And uh, we want to welcome to Felicia to the show. Uh, thank you for being on today with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Great. Um, Felicia, tell us a little bit about your company and, and what you guys do. Well, basically, it, it's twofold. Uh, started the company in 2004, I believe it is now. It keeps going up. And um, started as a custom furnishing company and um, started out really transforming spaces with Murphy beds and things of that nature and wanted to tap into the, the tiny uh, home community. And so in um, a couple of years ago, uh, started Benton Custom Homes. And so now we do tiny homes and tiny home conversions. That's really, that's really great. So tell us a little bit about the conversions and then we can get into some of the the furnishings that you do? Great. Um, well, I started doing a lot of the vintage trailers and then I uh, was kind of getting a little tired of that and wanted to do something new. And um, I purchased this brand new horse trailer um, and it's a 12 West, uh, four horse, four thoroughbred horses, and it's a bumper pool. And I converted that into a tiny house. And so with that, I was taking that to the tiny home shows and was getting a lot of exposure and started converting the, the new Mercedes vans. And so I've done a handful of those. So that's been kind of fun. 
and um, I just completed a tiny house. So that was great. So yeah, so it's it's exciting. So we now where do you where do you, are you creating all those here in Arizona, or do you you know create some and ship them out of state? Uh, create them here in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, actually, the clients come from all over. So either I um, make um, accommodations to pick up the vehicle, or the client brings the vehicle to me. And then you cr- and then you create it there, and then ship it back. Yes. Okay, great. And uh, for those of you um, now, do you have a? From what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, you have a um, a facility up in North Phoenix. Yes. Yes, have a shop in North Phoenix where all the work is done. And can uh, potential homeowners come by and, and and take a walkthrough and see exactly how things are done? Well, it's by appointment only uh, because it's not really set up for um, for just walk-in traffic. Right. So I have to set up uh, an appointment for the client, the potential client, to come in and actually see the facility and all of that. That's great. So when you started doing this, so you you started creating these, uh, and obviously all these are tiny homes or mobile. Mm-hmm. What are there any limitations on size that you that uh, you do? Oh no, no limitation on size. Obviously, most of my clients are looking at smaller spaces. Uh, when they're looking for larger units, I do have relationships with several builders uh, in the area as well as across the country that I work with them on getting exactly what they want when they want the much larger units. You know, we, we're, Mel and I were noticing before the show a little bit about some of the the interior furnishings and obviously uh, a lot of the different pictures that we see on your website show uh, a Basically, they're not overly big. They're they're very sensitive to being a space saver, and pretty much no matter what we've seen, that you're able to, you know, put inside a, a tiny home, so that this way, you know, you're maximizing the space and usage of it. Right, and and with starting the company with making Murphy beds, that's really what started all of that. And that's the unique part of what I do because I I will always look at someone's space and I will always work with the clients on getting the, the most out of the minimum space. And so that they're not really uh, getting into something that's really oversized for them and which really defeats the purpose of them going tiny and so that's what makes it really neat at the shows when I'm able to talk to the clients. And, and when clients walk inside um, the horse trailer, that's a show trailer, they are absolutely amazed that this horse trailer is 175 square feet, and it includes a bedroom, a full kitchen, and a full bathroom. Well, you know, I think one of the people that would be very, very uh, sensitive and appreciative of that is uh, our friend Renee, who actually runs the Tiny Fest exhibit you know she started her her uh career shall we say in the tiny tiny home area with a 98 square foot uh you know travel travel trailer which was which was pretty amazing right i've known renee for several years and uh in fact renee's show i think it was five or six years ago was what got me into the whole tiny house thing (laughs) so (laughs) 
I was traveling in Kansas City, and she was having a tiny house festival outside of uh, Kansas City. And I only had 15 minutes before the show was going to close on a Sunday afternoon, and everyone was pretty much packing up, ready to go. You know, they were over the weekend. So I came in, and I'm like, oh, my God. And so I was able to walk through and see a lot of them uh, the last 15 minutes that I was able to, to do it. And when I left there, that's when I purchased that horse trailer. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Lisa, I have a couple questions for you. Can you um, give us examples of the furniture that you're making for the tiny homes and what the uses are? Sure. Um, a lot of it is, well, one, um, the one space that's one of the most important spaces for, for a client is how am I going to sleep? So that starts out with a Murphy bed or with a bed that's a couch that turns into a bed. Um, or a, a different format where they have to completely make a bed at night. So I start with that because that's what takes the most amount of space. And then I go into what they need for a kitchen or what they need for a bathroom scenario. And depending on what is left is how I define and um, design the space. And that's how the furniture is built to accommodate that. Probably the most um, unique space would be the Mercedes vans uh, because they are uh, one of the smallest units that I've done. And um, the best space is always the space that I start with. And then I go into building the kitchen, the shower. Uh, we go into composting. We go into energy of how they want to um, run the facilities and that's where we get into the solar and the off-grid and all of that. Interesting. You, you know, one of the other things that I noticed that, uh, you know, besides, the, you know, we're talking about different types of trailers, but, you know, you also do a great job in taking some of these, you know, larger vans like a Mercedes or a, or, mm-hmm. uh, or a Ford or something like that and being able to utilize the space and uh, it should be great for somebody who likes to do a lot of cross-country traveling. Well, the Mercedes vans and the units that come, uh, for instance, I did um, an older model GMC. And the one thing that, that, that I do, I never touch anything from the electrical standpoint from what came with the vehicle. Everything that I produce and install is all brand new. So everything that came with their vehicle is the same except for what I create and I install. Okay, so give us give our listeners a little bit of idea on on the price range. Say somebody brings you a vehicle, um, say it's for argument's sake, say it's a twenty foot trailer. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and they they want to do a build out inside. Um, would that be a would that be a one or two bedroom situation? I would think probably twenty foot would only probably be one with all the different bathroom, living room, kitchenette, and things like that. What does something mm-hmm. like that go for? Well, it depends again on what the furnishings are going to look at. If you're trying to take a twenty foot and convert it into a a two bedroom space, you're obviously looking at loft situations. Um, and so that is where the, the creation of the additional beds would be. Um, from, from that standpoint, you can be in the range of, of 40,000 and, uh, and up. It depends on obviously if you want to be off grid, um, and because those 
those things can be quite pricey depending on how much you want to be off grid, uh, especially if you wanted to run air conditioning, things like that. But if you want just to plug and play, um, obviously I've installed holding tanks as well as um, the solar generation systems that are, you know, they're, they're, they're being um, the creation of those every single day. There's a new creation of one. And, and I'm, I'm always testing them because I really want to make sure I'm putting the best products in my clients' vehicles or their homes um, because I really don't want them to have any problems with the units. And so I test a lot of those before I actually put them in the units. And how long, how long have you been doing this? Uh, actually, about four or five years. Um, it's been... Uh, it's been great. Um, I, I'm very happy to say that. And it's been exciting to talk to people about living more with less and um, really watching uh, people do that. Uh, I, in fact, just delivered a horse trailer that I have a client living in full time. And this, again, is 175 square feet. And I visited him um, a few weeks ago just to see how I was doing. He absolutely is is just living large in a smaller space. Yeah, that is so important. A lot of people, I mean, it has to fit your lifestyle. And I think once mm-hmm. you embark on it, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a pretty amazing journey. Especially when we've spoken to people that are actually, you know, used to much larger stick build type homes, and you know, mm-hmm. they've either had it with uh, taking care of a large, you know, a large home. They want, they want to downsize. They want to live that sustainable lifestyle, you know. And they just basically, you want to. Some people even want to go off grid, and they're yes. they're just, you know, they've had it, especially with the economy the way it is. They want to be able to uh, live their life the way they want to, and not be beholden to these huge energy bills, and you know. Uh, you know, tax bills that you have to pay if you have a large piece of land. So it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. It's not for everybody. (laughs) Well, you know, um, I have been a part of the tiny house shows for about four or five years. That's, that's how long I've been really uh, into building uh, the tiny homes and also uh, on the conversion side. And the one thing out of the thousands of customers that come in, I mean, they really have no idea on how to start they're just very curious. They've been on YouTube. Uh, in fact, they live on YouTube and then they go to all of the podcasts. I mean, they do they do a lot of research. And then when they actually start coming in and looking at the space, they're just in awe. And at that point, it's an education because you ask a lot of questions on what they can and cannot live without. And so you leave them with a lot of homework to do. Because when they leave the shows, they have a lot of options and as far as price points and things of that nature. But you do see a lot of those people that come in, they do go home and they start working on um, breaking free. And, and that's really exciting because I get a lot of feedback from some of the, the people I talk to and they ask additional questions, which I love. And it's really neat to see that they're really working on doing that. You know, I, I listened to um, uh, Renee on your show and I was just really, uh, it just reminded me on how small she was actually living and how much she was actually saving on utilities every month. And I'm like, oh my gosh. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> it's just pretty incredible. 
I actually have a, another quick question. So the pricing that you were giving us, that's for you to build out that trailer. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yes. On average, what does that trailer cost? And are the clients coming to you having to buy these trailers brand new? Or are you open to building out a used trailer? I'm just curious. Well, um, it's, that's a great question. Um, I am definitely open to building out older models. The only um, the only thing I have to be careful of is I really make sure that unit one is structural, is structurally safe as well as a good unit. Um, because obviously I don't want to go in and build out a unit when in fact it has mechanical issues and things like that. Because that really wouldn't make sense. Um, I know a lot of people that buy the buses because that was a big craze. And they end up spending a lot more money on mechanical um, issues. And so I try to steer them more towards a newer um, unit because they, they will have a full warranty of that unit. Again, I don't touch any of that electrical components. And so everything I do is all uh, brand new. So it's, it's nice for them to have the freedom to know that they really can travel with it and not have any mechanical issues and things like that that would break them down. One other question I have, too. I've noticed you've mentioned horse trailers a couple of times. Is it uh, preferable to use a horse trailer? Is it because of the height of the trailer? No, it's, it's, actually, it's, it's not only that. The horse trailer, the reason why I use the horse trailer is because it's structurally sound. The horse trailer that I purchased was a brand new horse trailer that I bought off of the dealership lot. And it was for four thoroughbred horses. Each of each thoroughbred horses weigh about a thousand to fifteen hundred pounds. And this is the largest bumper pull that I could actually buy because I'm able to pull it. And um, it is so structurally sound, not only on the ground level, but as well as the walls as well. And because if you think about horses, I mean they're really big animals. <laughs> And if you think of a horse trailer compared to an RV, um, the structure is completely different. In fact, I, I don't do RVs uh, because of that, because they're not as structurally sound as they look. Uh, from the exterior, they look like they're great units, but when these units break down and when you start packing too much item, you know, items in it, then you start to have real serious problems on top of electrical issues and things like that, that always comes in with the RVs. Gotcha. So you're actually using the walls of the trailer that, oh, that it comes yes. with. Okay. Mm -hmm. The walls of the trailer and they're actually all certified. So that's one of the things I wanted to, to mention everything that I do um, is certified and I go through NOAA. Um, and Noah actually certifies it five different times. So I, I go through a pretty extensive certification process, and it's from structural to um, the mechanicals with electrical and plumbing, on top of that with the uh, insulation, and, and then the final inspection before I can actually give it to the client to use. Oh, that's going to be really great. Yeah. Felicia, tell us, tell our listeners a little bit about uh, how uh, people can contact you. And also, obviously, they know they could see you out at Tiny Fest at Westworld on December 3rd and 4th. Um, you can contact me via my, uh, my telephone number is 602-881-1554. Uh, my email is felisa at bentoncustomhomes.com. 
I do have Instagram where it's Tiny House Conversions. And uh, my website is bentonchf.com. All right. That's really great. Felicia, thank you so much for spending time with us today. We look forward to seeing you at Tiny Fest. And uh, Mm -hmm. we're going to try and bring the crowds in and get them over to you. Well, I can't wait to meet you all. I I really enjoyed uh, your show, and um, I've listened to a few of them, and it's great information, so I'm excited to to meet you two. All right, great. Likewise, thank you. Thank you, Felicia. All right, right, we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to wrap a couple of things up, and we're also going to get back to you and talk a little bit about uh, how you can talk to us at Tiny Fest. If you are interested in buying a container home, We are going to be able to give you some great information as well. So don't go away. You're listening to Boxcar Universe right here on Star Worldwide Networks. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Boxcar Universe right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And, you know, uh, it's hard to believe uh, that the the year is just, like, flying by. And, uh, you know, a lot of our pe- friends back in East and uh, up in the North and near Chicago, and everybody is uh, getting their tundra clothes out, and we're still here in sweatshirts. This but, is true. But this is why we live in Arizona. <laughs> because we can enjoy when it gets to be this time of year. This is a, a great time of year to enjoy. And who would have thinking to have a tiny fest, a festival outside at the beginning of December if you lived back in Boston or back in New York or, or in Chicago? I mean, it's just, just not going to happen. Right. You know. But um, for those of you out there that are interested in seeking out information about Container homes, okay? If you're interested in getting a container home, wanting to find out more information about maybe you have an idea of getting one, maybe you've seen one online, but you don't know which way to turn, you could always contact Mel and I at boxcarliving at gmail.com. That's boxcarliving at gmail.com. And send us your questions, uh, whether it be about Container homes, if you're interested in buying one, if you have questions about maybe one that you have purchased or one that you're um, in process of trying to get information on, that's what we're here for at Boxcar Universe to answer all your questions about that. And again, uh, maybe you know, haven't 
put the connection together between container homes and sustainable lifestyle living. Well, you know, container homes obviously is something that is sustainable. It's it's a recycled metal container, and that's one thing that uh, is good for the environment. Again, I mean, think about Mel. Think about what uh, Bob was talking about with his with his company about using recycled plastic for for you know roof and ceiling uh, or wall panels i mean you think about how many articles in in news broadcasts have we seen over the years where people are talking about oh my god all this plastic people are throwing away these empty you know water bottles it's going in the ocean and it's causing you know uh, environmental damage but here's a way that they've that they have come to actually We'll say harvest all this scrap plastic and be able to make it into something that's really uh, amazing. When you think about, you know, his plastic water bottles that we have in front of us, take I think he said it takes fifteen thousand bottles that you're able to you know, make, um, you know, uh, a specific size home. I mean, it's just amazing the recycle capability of what we've done over say the last thirty years. I am completely taken by the concept of this. And I'm uh, giving, you know, Robin looks over here like, oh my gosh, I'm pulling this up on my iPad as we're talking. And I, I, to be honest with you, I would love to be able to see what it looks like, you know, on the inside of one of these homes. And, um, and I can't wait to meet him in person also. Um, Obviously, we've got the Boston thing going on. But, yeah. uh, you know, also, I want to mention for container homes, and maybe we can give our listeners kind of an idea, and, and it was kind of an insight for us, too. Uh, you know, the container home, not just as housing. I mean, obviously, they're great for in-law suites. You know, they are great uh, for communities because we have a lot of people that are interested in, um, you know, creating apartment communities, low-income housing. Um, but on a smaller scale, uh, we're talking um, to people that are interested in doing offices, you know, in their backyards or gyms. And you don't have to get a 40-foot container. You can get a 20-foot container. Exactly right. And you can create that little bit of extra space that you need outside. And I just think that's brilliant. You know, it's really great. If you have the space for it in your in your yard, on your land, uh, it is something definitely to consider. Because, you know, if you don't want to, you know, a lot of homes, if they have a spare bedroom, they want to make it into a gym. But if you, if you don't have that option... And you want to be able to obviously have uh, a gym or workout area like that. Uh, or even if it's something from a recreational standpoint, to have it to where you could have, you know, big 12, 12 foot sliding, you know, panoramic doors on the side. We could put it in a container and open it up. And then it's when the outside comes in and the inside comes out so that this way it's, it's connected to your yard, to your environment. And it's obviously it has to... I always say, and I'm sure you you agree, and you've said it before too, that you know homeowners' homes should reflect their lifestyle, absolutely, and their personality, which is so very important. So, I think it's something that uh, all our listeners should consider. And for all of those uh, of us in the uh, you know Phoenix area or surrounding area, Maricopa County, Pinell County, Pima County, if you're going to be make plans to come up. 
spend the weekend up here and go to Westworld and come see us at Boxcar Universe. We'll have our our booth up at the show. We're going to be up there, you know, uh, have our Mel on the Street, Mel and Steve on the Street segments, talking to a lot of the different vendors as well as some of the potential you know, homeowners that would like to purchase a tiny home or a container home. So uh, please make plans for December 3rd and 4th. We'll be up there also. Uh, we'll be have, giving more information out. Uh, if you Google them, you'll find them on the web. You could find out how to buy tickets. You could buy tickets uh, that same day. Some of the things that you have to be aware of coming into festival. So please make sure you check that out. And, um, you know, it's going to be here, you know, what, short three weeks? It's going to be here. So we want everybody to come out and see us. Absolutely. All right. And we want to thank everybody, all our guests today, uh, Bob Wheeler from Habitats for Humans, as well as uh, Felicia Benton from Benton Custom Homes and Furnishings. And uh, we're going to be seeing them, some two great uh, sponsors, out at Tiny Fest. And uh, we want all of you to remember, let us containerize your lifestyle. Have a great week.